Hey, what's up, y'all? It's your girl, Gloria TP5, on Resurrected for a Reason. Today, I'm going to continue my discussion, my research, and my experiences of Black Lives Matter. As we all know, Black Lives Matter all over the news, social media, it's in word of mouth, it's all over the world now. They started in 2016. I remember when they came about. That was my second last year of Howard University. And yes, I graduated from Howard University. And I'm going to discuss to you and show you Black Lives Matter versus All Lives Matter and then I'm going to continue with different topics thank you for joining me thank you for supporting me you can get me on Instagram resurrected for a reason you can get me on Spotify You can get me on anchor.fm. There are many platforms that I have. All you have to do is go to anchor.fm and check on platforms and you'll see. And also, I will put where you can contact me in the descriptive box. So you can contact me. Now, I'm going to start reading what I got in my report about Black Lives Matter. Some people may not know what Black Lives Matter, but if you've been watching TV, if you've been on social media, you've been reading the newspapers, you've at least heard of Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter is a decentralized movement in the United States speaking out for the victims of police brutality and racially motivated for black people. It was founded in July 13, 2013. This is a social movement founded by Alicia Garza, Garza, Patrice Collars, and Opal Tometi. I didn't want to mispronounce it, but let me correct something from the first episode. They started in 2013, but in 2016, 50 organizations have registered their support. So I just wanted to correct it. In 2013, they started. But in 2016, 50 organizations have recognized their support. The movement's platform published in August 2016. They are committed to 
empathy, love and engagement, diversity, restoration of justice. They fight as hard as they can for us. They're not just only in America, they're also in Canada as well. And then, later on, here they come with, well, what about us? And you know who I'm talking about. Black Lives Matter wanted to show that black lives do matter. But some people had a problem with, oh, well, what about us? What about us? Please, you've always mattered. And I'm talking about white people, people who are not of color. They always mattered. They got whatever they needed whenever they needed it. They got respect. They got justice. They did whatever they wanted and never really got punished for much of anything. And if they did get punished, it wasn't an equal punishment. People killing people. That boy that went up into church and killed all those people. Really? And what kind of punishment did he get? Look it up. So, let me get to... What I read on Black Lives Matter's website. In the years since, we've committed to struggling together and to imagining and creating a world free of anti-blackness where every black person has the social, economic, and political power to thrive. Many have died. Many black people Male and female have died because of the way police decided to handle different communities. Now, in my first episode of this topic, I gave a list of the many deaths that helped to set the pace for protests for the fight the struggle the challenge of being treated as an equal treated as a human being we all breathe the same air we all have a heart some of us have evil hearts and are evil doers and then there's the others who want to help people who want to love regardless of skin color now I'm going to read from what I wrote about all lives matter Why is it that many think 
they have to say all lives matter. Clearly we know all lives matter. Still we are saying black lives matter because black lives never seem to have mattered at all. When a black person was killed, it never mattered until it exposed a police officer or a person of authority. Until it affected American neighborhoods. Until the protests and riots were continuous, not only in America, but all over the world. Now let me correct what I said until it affected American neighborhoods, meaning the neighborhoods where white people lived. If black people lived in a neighborhood, it didn't matter. But as soon as it affected a white person, they were out there. Oh, we need to correct this. As soon as it affected the economy, the way the money rolled and how it affected white businesses, it didn't matter what black people went through. It didn't matter that black people were put in jail, many for no reason. They were worried about their quota. People all say, oh, we don't have a quota. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. You can say what you want to say, but uh, <laughs> you make us feel like you need a quota. You're just rolling around neighborhoods, just picking up whoever you want to pick up, bring them to jail. Now we ask Black Lives Matter has been around since 2013. But why is it different with George Floyd? Like I said, so many people had to die. Or maybe I shouldn't use that word. Black Lives Like, I am doing that because I, 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 I'm at my breaking point where it's like, you know what? <laughs> really, there is no excuse for what's going on. People want to take our people, our culture, our food, our names, our songs. But now you want to take our lives too, huh? You done taking everything from us. Everything. Black people have built America. And people keep saying, but you keep saying it's around the world kind of thing. I'm American, I'm Canadian. And I'm Jamaican. I have native blood in me too. I have African blood. I'm mixed with a lot of things. A lot of cultures. 
but it hurts to see I don't care if black person was in Italy when you see a black person suffer and you're a black person it hits harder for you it hits hard and now we can do things about it before we were always doing things about it but we had limited access to things if we opened our mouth to say something oh I want to bash this person and bash that person because they're telling the truth the devil is alive when the devil and I'm actually saying the devil the one in hell When he knows what makes you squirm, what makes you fall apart, what you love, what you appreciate, it takes it from you. It takes it from you as quickly as you get it. The devil tries to grab it from you. But, we must fight. We must fight for everything we have. And some of us have to fight double hard. What I mean by this is, black person already has troubles the minute they're born. They're seen as not human, lazy, unintelligent, troublemakers, slaves. And people can say what they want to say about freedom. If freedom was real, things have been wouldn't be like that right now. Wouldn't be like the way they are right now. So don't tell me we're free. We are not free. You can say it with words, but where are the same opportunities? And people can say, oh, black people have the same kind of opportunities. No, we don't. No, we don't. Because we have to fight for everything. If we had a pie, we would have to fight for every last crumb, which is ridiculous. Now let's get back to this. While I was saying with George Floyd, this time the whole world reacted. And don't forget about the Black Lives Matter painted in yellow all the way up into the White House in front of it. This time, this video of George Floyd posted on social media reached billions of people of all races. It showed everyone what had happened from beginning to end, and at first, it was ignored. But people fought, not only on social media, but also in the streets. All over the TV, the stations, and like I said, all over social media. This tragic incident had everyone speaking all over the world, of all races, all ages, all genders. 
The question is, are we safe? Can we be safe? Can we depend on the police to protect us? When I say us, I say people of color. I'm speaking from my opinion. I don't feel safe and protected. As a black female, I have to stay on alert at all times, always looking around every five to 10 steps. I carry a purse and I make sure it's light. So if I have to run, I run. I shouldn't have to think that way, but I do. It's crazy. It's really crazy. About police brutality. I really don't feel safe. Some of y'all might feel safe. But first thing I say is what neighborhood do you live in what what's the color of your skin in the past when people call police in your neighborhood did they come did they take 10 minutes did they take an hour I honestly don't feel safe I grew up not feeling safe, not only because of police and things that happened, but for other reasons as well, which I'm not going to get into. But in my neighborhood, people can say what they want to say. But in my neighborhood, in certain areas, you can't just walk by yourself at night. But I know this, Black Lives Matter is an amazing movement. 50 organizations started joining 2016 I'm not sure how many now but that's probably added a whole bunch more onto that because that was 2016 now it's like almost the end of the year so that's four more years almost gone and it's a shame how people of color have to fight for things that should be coming natural meaning protection protection that's why some households have guns weapons we have to protect ourselves we have to have triple and quadruple locks on our doors can't leave your window open at night but I don't I really don't feel safe and a lot of people talk about defunding the police defunding the police and 
what comes to mind is police brutality. Police brutality. Do you wonder where that came from? I know I did. So I did my research. I did my research. And I found out where police brutality came from. It was called slave patrolling. Now, that will be in the next episode. I will go over what slave patrolling was and where police brutality came from. And people can say what they want to say. It hasn't ended. It hasn't ended for people of color. It really hasn't. And a lot of people will say, oh, you have to pray about it. You got to have faith. You got to... Um, have understanding forgive those who harm you well guess what you can forgive all you want until it stops happening we have to protect ourselves we have to inform each other we have to look out for each other post things on Facebook post things on Instagram talk on live Instagram and Facebook and have these discussions, these uncomfortable discussions. How do you think we feel when we have to go and say, this is what happened to me, but no one's going to believe me, so I'm going to suffer in silence. And then your body deteriorates. And people wonder why black people have so many health issues. Especially the men with emotions. I'm not saying women don't have just as many health issues as as the men. What I'm saying is men are scared to talk about how they're feeling, what they've been dealing with. They keep it inside. It's just like a soda can. You shake it up with all those problems, you're going to explode know what happens when you shake up a coke can coca-cola pepsi soda whatever and it explodes that's your liver that's your kidney that's your heart dealing with all these things and it explodes and it makes your body deteriorate people want to say black don't crack meaning black people don't get old fast because we deal with all this stress and all this stuff and we keep it in just know this prayer is amazing church is amazing God is amazing but you also have to surround yourself with people who care about you have friends who want to see you do well 
Don't hold on to friends that are torturing you, making you feel like you're less than you are. And I'm talking about family too. You have to have family and friends surrounding you who want you to do good. And for those that don't want you to do good, sometimes you gotta leave them behind and keep moving. And some people are forced to live that way. Guess what? There are sources. There is counseling. There are places where you can get diagnosis if you think you have anxiety, depression, anger issues, um, PTSD, whatever it is. Get a diagnosis. And if you don't believe it, get two or three. Find the best doctors. And the way things are going nowadays, many a time you don't have to come into the hospital or the clinic. Just get a referral from your doctor, your 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 family doctor. Because if you don't, there's not gonna be any more of you left. Are you hearing me? Our race is dying down, not only because of police brutality, but if we don't get the help that we need and recognize the health issues before they happen, we're gonna die off. We're gonna die off. And there'll be no more black. I know some people would be happy about that. Like Trump. He don't care about black people. Trump don't care about nobody but himself. And for those who like Trump, I have nothing to say to you. I'm not trying to say nothing. Because I don't like that man. Period. I think he's Lucifer. He is the devil. As far as I'm concerned, he is the devil. I don't understand how a man can be that evil. Don't understand. And I'm not gonna try to understand. That's one thing my mama always told me. You cannot reason with the devil. You cannot reason with people who wanna torture you. You cannot reason with people who are mentally ill up here. And Trump is I think he's mentally ill on the real. Like, dang, how are you gonna be treating people like that? trying to kill people off not only blacks but whites Chinese and everybody just wow I don't know how many times I turn the TV on I don't know how many times I turn to channel 500 in my area that's where the news is and I see it and I'll be like oh my god Oh my God, it don't make no sense. And my mom was it's like it's ringing in my ears. You can't reason with the devil. The devil, you know what the devil's job is? To make your life miserable. 
So when a devil, I know there's more than one devil out there, I call people who do evil things devils. You can forgive them all you want, but you got to protect yourself. You gotta protect yourself. And for those who don't know, know that God loves you. And it might not click yet for you, but it will. Because I don't know how many times I have come to my friends at church with an issue and I've been dealing with stuff all my life since I've been six since I was six years old and people look at me and they say oh Gloria's so happy all the time no I'm not (laughs) no I'm not I'm not I'm surviving that's what's happening I'm surviving I've had a lot of things happen to me over the years. But I realize this. You have to keep going. And I'm blessed to have aunts and uncles on my mom's side and my daddy's side. I'm not going to name any names out of respect for my family and friends. But y'all know who you are. The ones that always support me. Appreciate it. Really appreciate it. And without you, I feel like I can't survive. People can say what they want to say. But I've been through a lot of stuff. I've lost a lot of friends I lost a lot of friends over the last two years. It's just traumatic. I've lost a lot of friends. I've been to a lot of funerals. And it's traumatic. Not only that, my health. And my dreams. I feel are crumbling beneath me. I know this, the only way we will survive is if we work together, take care of each other, love each other, support each other, respect each other, have understanding and empathy and communicate with each other. Don't sit there and suffer alone. I'm not saying you want your friends to suffer with you saying if you cannot carry the burden there's nothing wrong with you talking to a friend if you feel that your race defines you it doesn't God just decided to paint your skin brown but black is beautiful Black is amazing. And I am proud to be a black woman. 
I am proud of what I've been doing for myself. I have a long way to go. But my point is, you have to have your supporters. You have to have your friends around you who love you. You have to pray. I don't care what religion you are. Prayer is the key to making things happen. And you have to pray every day. And actually mean what you say. And don't be praying in vain either. But as a closing, take care of yourself. If you need help, get help. If you need counseling, get counseling. But I feel that especially, especially with the race thing. People say race thing. Yeah. Race. How you're treated begins at birth. It depends on what color your skin is, too. But I'm saying... It seems that people of color have more trust issues than people who are not of color because we are treated and seeing our people being treated like garbage from when we're very little. And then we got to deal with our personal things that we're dealing with. So on top of our skin color, that's another layer of stress and misunderstandings and pain and um, hatred and anger and all of that. So let's not even talk about our personal issues for a second. But the minute a black person is born, their parents have to worry about so many things. I'm not saying that white parents don't have to worry about the same things black parents do. But I'm saying because black people didn't get the opportunities that you have, we have to double worry about where our next dollar is going to come from. How we're going to be treated in school because of our race. What neighborhoods we can and cannot live in. What jobs or places who actually hire people of color. We have to worry about police chasing us around trying to make trouble for us. There's so many things And there's so many health conditions that run more in a a black person than as in a white person. Because, let me explain why. When a black person sees their black people or people of color in trouble, many a time we can't say nothing. We hold in our pain. (coughs) Excuse me. We hold in our pain. our shame, if we have any. Maybe we've got abused in some kind of way. Maybe you've seen a traumatic 
thing happen. Maybe you've seen your friend get shot or your mother get beat or maybe you've seen um, bullying at high school or whatever it is. We keep it inside for years because we feel nobody's going to listen anyway. And then it manifests in our body like a soda can. And you shake up all that stress and all that stuff that you've been dealing with. And it explodes. Then you get diabetes. You get heart problems. You get osteoporosis, asthma, all kind of stuff. But I'm saying that black people have a lot more heart issues and breathing issues and bone issues because some people can't even afford a lot of black people can't afford to get the vitamins or the medicines or even the health insurance that we need and it's sad to see that Because it all starts with economic status. If you live in a neighborhood where you can barely pay to keep your heat on, and you can barely pay for groceries, sometimes you gotta make a decision. Do I pay the bill for the heat or do I pay for some food? We got to juggle our bills many a time. Because I know in my neighborhood, unless you're working from home, you ain't going to find no work in Markle if you're a black person. Let's just be real about it. A lot of people... And a lot of ethnic backgrounds, because I'm not gonna name them, only hire their own kind. You could be the most qualified person, more education and experience, but the minute they find out that you're black, it seems like they don't wanna hire you. But at the same time, If you have come to Canada, you should know English is the number one language. But because the government has let people come in here and take over all the areas and not hire beyond their own kind, A lot of black people, a lot of people of color don't get hired because I'm a perfect example. I've applied to several different jobs in Markham, but the minute I come in and they see that I'm black for the interview, I see their facial expression. And then they say something to me like, oh, we have to reschedule. Or 
um i'm sorry you don't speak this language so you can't i'm like what this is canada you're supposed to speak english if you come here you're supposed to you should it's the number one language right but because i can't speak your language you're not gonna hire me but what doesn't make sense is I have the experience. I have the education. I graduated with a 3.2 from Howard. But the minute you find out I'm black, you don't hurt me. You can't get a job in my area if you're black. And that's just the real truth. I've been applying for jobs forever now. Still can't find them. But I can't drive. So where am I going to get a job right now? And even with this COVID thing going on. I have friends of all races. But sometimes it's hard to speak to specific people about what I'm dealing with because some people want to change it up and act like oh this and that guess what let me start off with this let me just conclude this because I know I've been talking a little bit but I had to get this out because I know it's important in February I decided to post on my page saying why is it black people get the shortest month to celebrate their um, black history. I posted two or three things. And this one friend of mine, who happens to be Chinese, complained about everything I said. And he said, Chinese people don't get a history month I'm thinking honestly you don't need one you have a Chinese New Year you have a Chinese New Year you have businesses all over the cities all over Canada all over America in Jamaica in Africa and you're gonna tell me that my saying in February why is it that we only have this month the shortest month and then I realized much 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 later talking about about a month ago which is June I was watching a video of I think his name is Morgan Freeman he was the man who was the principal in Lean On Me and he was talking to a Jewish man he was an interviewer he was the interviewer right and he said talk to us about Black History Month and he says do you want to history month I don't want a history month 
He said, I want to celebrate all year round. And that makes sense. All these years, we've been limited. We've been thinking we are limited to one month. We can celebrate our culture all year round. But because the world has put limits on us, making us feel less than what we are, we thought that we should have a Black History Month. We don't need a Black History Month because we can celebrate all year round, just like the whites, just like the Chinese, just like the Jewish, just like whoever. But because the world has put limits on us, we're told that we need to only celebrate in the shortest month in one of the coldest months but Morgan Freeman said I think that's his name I hope that's his name um, the guy from Lean On Me the principal he said okay let me ask you then do you want a Jewish history month and the into the person who was interviewing him said oh we don't have a Jewish history month and he's like exactly do you want one and he said no so honestly though we have the shortest month for black history we can celebrate all year round but because the world put limits on us and brainwashed us and made us think, you know what, we should have one too. We don't need to have one. We can celebrate all year round. That's what we need to do. So I'm going to close by saying thank you for listening to what I have to say. Thank you for listening to my podcast, Resurrected for a Reason. If you have any comments, DM me on my Instagram, Resurrected for a Reason. You can also follow me on Spotify. And you can listen to me on Anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Cast, CastBox, Radio Public. In the next episode, I will be talking about police brutality and where it came from which is slow um slow to say but slave patrolling i did my research so the next episode will be about slave patrolling and where police brutality came from thank you for listening thank you for always tuning in i not only have discussions i also have meditation prayer poetry singing um life lessons as well So thank you for listening and follow me on Instagram and Spotify. And I'm definitely going to put my Twitter page down in the description box so you can follow me there as well. If you want to send me a voice message, send it to anchor.fm. This is Resurrected for a Reason with Gloria TP5.